This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. It is great to be back once again for another edition of The Drop Podcast. It's not great to be back for another edition of the Drop Podcast after the Blues' fourth loss in a row. You can say what you will about this team. You can say they've got a lot of talent. They're just not playing up to their talent. You can say they don't have enough talent, and I would understand that too. Whichever way you look at this team, this team is one of the most frustrating teams in recent Blues history. Last several years, we've been frustrated to a point. Even in the loss to the San Jose Sharks in the Western Conference Finals a couple years back, we were frustrated at the way the Blues played. Very frustrating. But we all knew what happened with San Jose. The Blues had worn themselves out and not won the first two series against the Blackhawks and Stars and closed the teams out when they should have and they had to play seven games in each series. They were just worn out. And San Jose played better than them. That's why they lost. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. So they played San Jose last night and lost 3-2. to two. This team shows signs of being a good team. Four or five minutes here and there. But there's no consistency. There's just not. And we'll get more into that after all of the highlights. I thought the Blues played a decent first period. I wouldn't say it was great. They were outshot 12 to 8 in the first period. There would be no goals for either team. So the first period was a wash. I thought both teams played very evenly. Carter Hutton had to make a few saves. Uh, Jones for the Sharks had to make a, a couple saves. And one of them was on Sammy Blay, who had an opportunity right in front of the net and just couldn't get it past Jones. Here's Schwartz now for St. Louis. Down into the corner. A battle there between Braun and now in front. And a save by Jones there. A second good chance for Sammy Blay on the period. A very good opportunity for the rookie Sammy Blay. And even though he didn't score on that, I thought he had a pretty good game. This kid to me is above the bar of someone his age. He's got some good instincts. If you notice when he plays, he's always somewhere around the puck. And if he's not right on that puck, he's finding somewhere to get open. This kid's very smart, and he's going to be a very good player. Going into the second period, let's wipe the slate clean. 0-0 tie. You've got an opportunity to take control of this game. Start putting some goals behind Jones. Give your fans at home something to cheer about and get back on the winning track. Well, that was the opportunity, but that's not what would happen in the second period to start. The Sharks would get on the board first, and it would be on a goal by Logan Couture to give them a one to nothing lead. Around the net. Botker, a shot saved by Hutton, and Couture scores! 
Logan Couture breaks the scoreless tie. Well, Mikel Bodker continues to play some good hockey, puts himself right out in the high slot as Braun rallies this in behind the net. It gets deflected on the backhand from Logan Couture and go up and over the goaltender. What a goal. Logan Couture gets his 24th goal of the year. Very good player. Uh, works hard for them. And we all remember how he played against the Blues in that Western Conference Final. People talk about Pavelski and they talk about Thornton. And back then, you know, that they talked about uh, Patrick Merlot. Uh, but, man, Logan Couture played a great series against them. And he had a good game against the Blues last night. Bodker would get his 12th assist. Braun would get his 23rd assist. Six minutes, 35 seconds in. San Jose is up one to nothing. One good thing that happened, the Blues responded very quickly to that. Brodziak got the puck, passed it down to Ivan Barbashev, and Ivan Barbashev just had a beautiful goal, put it right over Martin Jones, and he got the Blues back in the game at 1-1, to eight minutes and 23 seconds into the second period. And then Bolmeister around for Yashkin, on to center ice. Brodziak across to Barbashev, he comes in, he scores! What a shot by Barbashev! And it's 1-1. Well, communication from the bench is so important. And immediately, the bench of the St. Louis Blues players yelling at Brodziak, letting them know that there's two of them. All you can hear from the right side, John, from me at ice level, is there's two. After this puck gets through, Burns is in there on the pinch. It gets through him. Now it's a two-on-one break. The goalie slides ever so slightly to his right, and it just beats him off the cuff of the elbow, high over the glove. Yeah, I'm not sure if Brodziak would have noticed Barbashev or what was going on if the bench hadn't been yelling at him, and they did. They really yelled at him. Great goal by Barbashev. This guy's got a beautiful shot. Gets his fourth goal of the year. Brodziak, like I said, had that great pass. 11th assist. Dmitry Yashkin gets his ninth assist. Eight minutes, 23 seconds in. We are tied at one. The Blues played a decent second period. I thought they played pretty good. The only problem with this period was some defensive breakdowns. And these next two goals really, really killed the Blues. It killed their momentum after tying it at one-to-one. And Donskoy and uh, Bodker would get goals. And it would put the Sharks up three-to-one. Delays. Nice play to Vlasic. Comes across the line with Kachur and Donskoy. Here's Donskoy. Sets, fires, and scores! Jonas Donskoy! And the Sharks lead it 2-1! Well, what a play by LeBanc in the neutral zone to find Vlasic, first of all. Then you get over to Kachur, who can make a play, and Donskoy, and then Donskoy does the rest. Picks the corner as Hutton gets caught maybe a little bit deep in his net there and opens up maybe the top corner. And boy, did Donskoy need that after 16 games of without finding and the, the Sharks come right back. Three on two. Hansen with Tierney. And Bodker, who scores! Jonas Urbanikin, Mikhail Bodker gets another one. He stays hot. And the Sharks have their third goal of the period. Well, Bodker hits the post earlier in the game on the deflection. He scored three, uh, he's got a three game goal streak going into tonight. Hansen here comes down that right side, little feather pass into Tierney. He just throws it to Bodker, drive it to the net. And just a great little play by Bodker to get a stick on this. Gets his body in position to be able to ward off Shen first. Gets the stick on it. 
and continues to stay red hot, gets his 12th of the year. So with just a little over four minutes left in the second period, the Blues find themselves down 3-1. to Junis Donskoy gets his 11th goal of the year. Couture gets his 22nd assist. Vlasic gets his 19th assist. Every time I think of Vlasic, I always think of Pickles. Is it just me, or do you guys always think of that too? Uh, 12 minutes, 5 seconds in of the second period that gave the Sharks a 2-1 lead. And then Botker gets his 12th goal. Tierney gets his 16th assist. Hansen gets his 7th assist. 15 minutes, 54 seconds into the second. The Blues find themselves down 3-1. But at this point, they didn't give up, and I like that. They showed some life. They kept digging at it, kept trying to get something past Jones. And with just about 24 seconds left in the second period, Vladimir Tarasenko would get a power play goal to get the Blues a little bit closer at 3-2. And they control the faceoff back for Vince Dunn with a great move. Here's Dunn in front, shoots it, save, rebound. They score! Tarasenko! A power play goal, and it's 3-2. Well, Vince Dunn shows the composure of a guy that's been in the league for 10 years. Makes a cool little move around Logan Couture. The first shot's a good one, and it creates a lot of havoc. The rebound comes out because it's hot. Good save by the goaltender on the first one. He doesn't know where it is. And the puck squirts out to the sniper, and Tarasenko lets her fly into the sharp, short side of the net. A huge goal for the Blues to get back in this right before the end of the period. A lot of times the Blues give up late goals, but it was nice to see them get this late goal. It was nice to see a power play goal. That would be Tarasenko's 24th of the year. Vince Dunn, who I thought played great last night, gets his 11th assist. 19 minutes, 36 seconds into the second. The Blues are back in it at 3-2. The Blues outshot San Jose 12-6. Yeah, that's right, guys. San Jose scored three goals on six shots. Some defensive lapses, but this was not Carter Hutton's best game. It just was not his best game. Going into the third period, the Blues would outshoot the Sharks. The Blues would outshoot the Sharks 13 to 5. They had a couple opportunities. This one had to be their best early in the third, but they could not get it past Martin Jones to tie it up. And the Blues try to get out of a wild card spot and into third. Here's Berglund and Jones with his best save of the game. That most definitely was Jones's best save of the game. Berglund had the perfect opportunity to tie it up and was right in front of the goal and just could not get it over Jones. And the Blues lose this one 3-2. to two. Let's head to the stats of the game. Shots on goal, the Blues had 33. The Sharks had 23. Faceoffs pretty even, but in favor of the Sharks 51-49%. to 49%. The Sharks were 0-2 on the power play. The Blues were 1-3. Six penalty minutes for the Sharks. Four for the Blues. Two of those minutes were just ridiculous. Uh, they called a hooking penalty on uh, Scotty Upshaw. That was one of the worst calls I have seen in a long time. And there's been a lot of bad calls this year. Hits, the Blues were very physical. They outhit San Jose 26-13. to San Jose won the block shot battle with 19-13. to Giveaways, the Blues had six and the Sharks had two. Let's go ahead and get to the post-game interviews where we're going to hear from Petrangelo, Carter Hutton, and Coach Mike. There's a few comments in here I'm going to go into after we hear the post-game interview. So pay close attention to what these guys say about the Blues, the situation they're in, 
and the talent on the team. Uh, you can say all that you want, but at this point of the year, you got to get points and you got to get results. Issue tonight. Well, we had chances, we just didn't score. I mean, second period, we weren't aggressive enough, but we had a lot of chances. We got to find a way to put the puck in the back of the net. I'm not sure you were on the ice or not at the end there, but a surprise and no icing call. Which one? At the very end. I don't know. Couple of those three on twos, just uh, we turn over some pucks, especially in the second. I think in the third, you start pressing with a couple minutes left, trying to get some opportunities. But second, we put ourselves in bad spots because we turn the puck over, so um, that kind of stuff can't happen. Is it, when you talk about putting the finding ways to put the puck in the back of the net, are you just gotta be harder on that? I mean, we gotta get pucks there better as D, and forwards gotta find a way to put the puck home. That's you know, they scored a couple goals like that tonight. We gotta find a way to do that. Alex, is there a level of, like, I mean, you're playing well, but this is like your third straight one one goal loss. Is there a level of frustration now that you can't? Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it's frustrating, but we're playing good hockey and we feel like we got to have, you know, we have opportunities to win. We just, the reality of it is you got to win. I mean, you could say playing good all you want, but we got to get results. Yeah, I thought we uh, were more on our toes, especially on the back end. We just, again, um, you know, Hutt's played well again. We got to find ways to, get the lead and keep it uh yeah just lapses i think you kind of answered it i don't know i think it's one of those things where you play a good game but you fall behind like that and then uh, you know you're kind of chasing the game it's tough and, and then they tighten it up and something we've seen us do to teams a lot in the third period is kind of a similar thing right there frustrating as it's starting to get for this team right now carter first time all year you guys have lost four straight Oh, uh, yeah, it's obviously frustrating when we win games. Uh, you know, I think just those lapses kind of thing we give up a couple backdoor chances and ends up in our net and uh you know, and then you kind of you're, you're kind of chasing the game, and you know teams kind of start to play a little differently, and and then from there, you know, we just weren't able to find the back of the net. I thought Jones did a good job of uh, keeping it three-two. Seems like you had a couple nice long stretch passes, but then guys don't get back when it comes back the other way. It seems like that's what led to a couple. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I it, that's hard for me to analyze. You know, in the moment I'm tracking the puck, and you know, I think that's something obviously we'll look at. But uh, I just know, like sometimes we we're giving up those east-west plays in tight. It's kind of you know, a team like that, they, they capitalize on them, and, and tonight they did. How difficult is it when you play well and you know that you've played well but still haven't been able to get a win in these last four games? Because everybody says that you guys have done some real good things here. Yeah, yeah, that, you know, obviously uh, I think the time for moral victories have come and gone. You know, we got to win hockey games to get points, so it's, it's frustrating. Um, you know, but it's one of those things that, uh, you know, there's a lot of good hockey teams and, uh, you know, you, you give a team a lead like that and, you know, it's really hard to come back. I think it's the same thing we do to teams and uh, you just frustrate, they frustrate us in the third period. Um, they protect their net well and, you know, they just kind of grind out to 20 minutes there at the end. I thought that they, they were just better than us in the second period. Uh, I thought we were sloppy. I thought that we were, um, we were drifting all over the place. That allowed them some easy plays. We gave them too many odd man rushes. And uh, not enough urgency in the little things of the game, not enough execution. Mike, is there a common theme with these last couple games again tonight? You played well? No, sure. I, didn't, I didn't think we played well tonight. I thought we had a good third period. And, uh, you know, we only had two scoring chances in the first period. So I didn't think we were especially strong there. And obviously, um, I thought that they were a lot better than us in the second period. So playing one period doesn't qualify as a good game. Obviously, kind of digging a hole for yourselves now. Was this desperation time? Well, I mean, desperation time was a while ago. Uh, so, yeah, that, that it was, yeah. It, you know, like this is where um, pride has to come in that uh, we have to make sure that 
you know, obviously we got to stop the bleeding and we got to start, um, you know, building confidence in the game that we're playing and have a feeling that showing up to the rink that everybody's going to be ready to go. And, and, uh, and so, you know, we talked about it after the Dallas game that, you know, hey, that's, that's good. We played a good game. Sometimes that happens, but we didn't win the game. So, you know, we can't just accept that, 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 you know, we're playing good and not winning hockey games. That's, that's not good enough. We need points, we need wins, and we need to start doing it now. Have you seen that pride kick in yet? I mean, I, I realize getting kicked off isn't going to win you hockey games, but have you seen guys say... Oh, I, know, I know that we have pride. I know that, like, I know that there's pride and I know that there's character in the room. So um, now we have a chance to show it. Is, is it okay? Is the t- maybe the team's just not good enough? No, that's not, that's not the case. That's, that's absolutely not the case. Um, it's not, we're not good enough in the sense that we're not winning hockey games. It's not about talent. It's not about uh, personnel. I can tell you that much. So with that being the case, Mike, how, you've had to do this four or five times. This exact same press conference, how tired of you are, are you getting Well, we, I, we just have, like, you know, I think that there's been some different storylines. There's been some different games where, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm up here upset tonight because I, I felt like some guys that we really needed to count on tonight weren't good enough in the game. And uh, and so that's where we need more from individuals. And obviously, you can have a team game, you can have a system, all that kind of stuff. But it's the individual play of the players that you know what they bring to the table, and then doing it together as a team. That's that's when you that's when you're dangerous. And that's where you know I thought that we had it in the third period, but it was too little, too late. Did you did you have a good view of the replay of the play with Upshaw where the yeah line? yeah yeah. Yeah, you work for your luck. You're in your luck, though. Do you feel like it was difficult to try to mount another charge after that with the letdown of that kind of play? No, I didn't. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, we we dug ourselves a hole. It's a good defensive team, and and uh, you know we we didn't generate much after that. But I don't think that there was a you know it certainly shouldn't be a letdown. The outside to see it, but do you feel like you have a guy or two guys or somebody that to grab it in that locker room and say enough is enough? Yeah, I do. Uh, you know, I think that we were in a tough position last year, and uh, and found a way to to play our best hockey when the season was on the line, and now we're putting ourselves in a position where we have to do it again. Any any word on lay looked like an upper body thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give you guys an update on him tomorrow, but uh, definitely an upper body injury. You do you. Does the coach feel like this season's on the line right now? Oh, I think there's no question it is. You know, it's, uh, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I don't want to say that it obviously, um, you never really want to put it all on one game uh, when you've got 20 or so left. But, uh, but as far as making, like, making sure that we come to the rink and start playing our best hockey night after night, yeah, it's on our line. If, if, if we're not doing that, if we don't have everybody on top of things, then we're not going to win hockey games. And, uh, you know, so there's no question it's on the line right now. What did you guys get out of those post-game interviews? Here's a few things I got, a few things I like, a few things I don't like. Number one, the things that I do like. Petrangelo and Hutton both said there's too many lapses. So at least most of these guys on this team are thinking that there are too many lapses, that they're making too many mistakes. Because in the past, you've heard that, well, we played good, we didn't win, we've just got to keep playing well, and the wins are going to come, and, you know, we'll we'll be fine. There's plenty of hockey left. They're not saying that anymore. Because the next guy that says that, I'm probably going to explode. 
I'm liking the fact that the Blues starting to take some responsibility. I think in the past, they've had this attitude that, well, we're going to get better, we're going to get fine, everything's going to be well. A thing I don't like, Carter Hutton saying that they played a good game, but but they gave up three goals in the second period. That's not playing a good game. I'm sorry, it's not. If you play a good first period and a good third period, but you don't score, and then you allow a team to score three goals in one period, you're not playing a good game. You're playing parts of the game very well, which I thought the Blues did at times. Like I said at the beginning of, of the podcast, four or five minutes here, six minutes here, seven minutes here, they played pretty good. They didn't play great. They just didn't. And what do they need to do? They need to score more. We're to the point here to where people on Twitter were getting excited last night because they scored two goals. They were excited over two goals in a game. There's something wrong with that picture. If you're getting excited that your team scored two goals and it looks like you might be able to come back in a game, something's wrong. Nothing wrong with you know being happy that you might be able to come back in a game. But when you're excited that your team only scored two goals, that's a huge, huge issue. Another thing that I take uh, to task with the coach, Mike, and I respect coach Mike, I really do. But how can he honestly come out and say, it's not talent that's causing this team to lose? Because if that's the case, the Blues don't need to make a trade. They've got the talent. So what, what do you guys think? Everybody thinks the Blues need to make a trade. Everybody thinks that. So for Mike Yo to come out and say they've got the talent, that's not why they're losing, I would tend to disagree with him. They have talent. Yes, they do. They have a very, a very good number one line. They have a very good, in my mind, number two line. They have an average third line and an average fourth line. They're not terrible. They're not good. They're not great. They're not very good. They're average. So they've got two very good lines in my mind. The first line, of course, is much better than the second. But this team does not have three good lines, three very good lines, and then one good line. That's just not the way it is. And anybody that wants to argue that with me, please go ahead, email me, let me know. Lance D at droppodcast.com if you disagree with me. Or official the drop on Twitter. What do you think this team's missing? Because in my mind, this team needs to make a trade. But what concerns me is this. Is this team talented enough if they make a trade for somebody like Hoffman or Pacioretty or somebody out there that maybe we're not thinking of? Does that get them closer to the Stanley Cup? Does it make them Stanley Cup contenders? In my mind, no, it doesn't. It most certainly does not unless the other players start playing up to what we all think they are, to their potential. Maybe we're wrong on some of these players. I'm calling out everybody on this team. Tarasenko scored last night, but he could play better. Shin played a good game, but he could play better. Everybody on this team could play better. That's just the way it is. They had a decent, pretty good, decent to pretty good first period. Decent to pretty good third period. But it's 60 minutes of being consistent that wins you hockey games. They fought back and tied it at one-to-one. And then they went down three to one and Vladdy got that goal late on a power play in the second period. I give this team credit for doing that. I'm not one of these people that's totally negative. But on the other hand, 
they need to start scoring more. They really do. Two goals does not win you games. Your goalie's going to have to be under two goals a game, and that's hard in this league. That is really hard in this league. I know Carter Hutton is a good goalie, but last night was not great. Yeah, there were some defensive lapses, but it wasn't his best game, and I think he would tell you that. This team is going to have to show us something against the Jets, and you know the Jets are a very good team, and a lot of people are saying, well, we beat them 5-2. to two. Yeah, you did. And it's hard to beat them at home. What do you think a team who has the best record at home when you went in and beat them 5-2 to two, is going to do when they come to your barn, to your arena? They're going to play lights out. I guarantee the Blues are going to have their hands full when they play the Jets Thursday. They're going to have their hands full when they play the Predators on Sunday. It's time to shut up and play. Don't make excuses. And either make a trade because you feel that you don't have enough talent. Because, like I said, I'm confused. The Blues have even said that they may need to add a piece in the past. So how can you say as a coach that it's not talent that's losing you the games? It's not effort. Well, like I said, I'd beg to differ. This team is not talented as a lot of people thought that they were. They're a good team, I think. They're not a great team. They have to play a good game, a perfect game in their system and have no mistakes to win games. That's the team we have. They're not a high-scoring team. When they play their game and they win one to nothing or two to one, that's the game they need to play. When they start allowing three, four, five goals a game, they're done because they can't score that many consistently. They just can't at this time. So either make a trade to improve yourself to where you may be able to go far in the playoffs, which I don't think that's going to help them that much unless the other players start playing like they should. If the other players start just playing like bats out of hell and they add a piece, this could really make this a very good end of the year for the Blues. But if they add a piece just to add a piece and get knocked out in the first round or, you know, in the second round, was it worth it? I say no. Don't give up your prospects, unless you know that person is going to add to your team and help you win the Stanley Cup this year, or at least be somebody that's going to help you for a couple years to come and give you a couple playoff runs, like Mike Hoffman. I'm not big on him. I think he's a good player, but I don't want to give up four positions for him, two number ones, a prospect, or a number one, a prospect, and an existing player. I don't want to do that. But if you can get him at a decent cost, he'll help you this year for the rest of the year. He'll help you in the playoffs this year. And if you keep him next year, he'll help you in the playoffs next year. Or you can trade him at the trading deadline next year and get something for him. They've got to make a decision here. They have to. I want to thank everybody for joining me and uh, taking my rant on this episode of the Drop Podcast. Let's hope the Blues can play better against the Jets. They're going to have to because this team's going to come in playing hard. Until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, stay happy, and of course, let's go Blues! 
This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lansd at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.